Hello, and welcome back to Sass Stories and Sarcasm. We're your hosts, Mary and Brian, and this is episode 88. Woo. How are you, Brian? I'm great. I am... So my, my, my first day at work starts uh, on the 30th, and I have narrowed down my apartments to like three, and currently I have put down a application for an apartment that I really like, so fingers crossed that everything goes through, and then I'll have an apartment, and then all that's left is... Uh, Coming up to Seattle. And you said and you're mostly I'm, packed up, right? Uh, I am. I've got all my clothes and everything packed. I'm just throwing a couple silverware slash dishes, trying to trying to smuggle them into uh, corners of my suitcase at the moment. <laughs> mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm pretty much packed up. So now I'm just uh, waiting on the application uh, to uh, give me a result. And that's pretty exciting. Yeah, so should, you should be up within the next week or week and a half. Probably. Yep, yep, definitely. Yeah, week or week and a half. Uh, planning to arrive in Seattle before the twentieth, so that's in nine days at the latest. Nice. Yep. How are you this week? Anything well, interesting going on? Anything interesting? I mean, the coronavirus yeah, is just <laughs> rocking our world over here in Seattle. It's, it's going Can't wait for you place. to get here. Honestly, like probably. I don't know. It's just it's been wild. Every day, more things are closing up or. Um, I think I mentioned last week that SP was moving to online classes, and now um, some departments, including mine, most people are uh, remote, and so I'm working from home. Today was my like first day of this remote time. Work. I usually work from home like once a week, but now I'm working from home the rest of this week, and then all of next week, and then after that, it's a week-by-week basis. I mean, it's like I'm more concerned about people who like i think i could probably fight it off if i got it but like it's more about the people not spreading it to other people yeah exactly and so that's what like i was like we i think this is a better idea just to be preventative and um the biggest thing that's happened today though is there's not going to be anyone in the stands in any of the march madness games so the last time that anyone gets to see the Zags play was yesterday during the WCC tournament, which we'll talk about. But, yeah, it's going to be a very different tournament than normal because the crowd, you know, usually helps hype up teams. Like when Gonzaga plays in the kennel, it's always, you know, louder, and during the tournament it's always louder. It's going to be like, like I told Brian this earlier, it's going to be like when – these players were in like elementary school or middle school and the only people right. in the audience were their families. Their parents. Yeah. This time they're allowed to have some families are supposed are allowed to be in the crowd too, but it's yeah. going to be very quiet. It's going to be very yes. honestly <laughs> so awkward. Like, well, the only people that you'll hear screaming will probably be the parents. So that's just, <laughs> I don't know. You might be embarrassed to scream too loud, but who knows? This is an intense moment. So they're probably going to be screaming their lungs out anyways, but it, yeah. it will definitely be a lot more quiet and you'll probably it's be, be able to like. an interesting thing. Yeah, and then yeah. the NBA also suspending their season. Uh, right. Like just a lot. Every day it's more things are getting canceled or postponed. Yeah. And uh, I, I do know this is recently, I think like all flights coming into the United States are temporarily canceled except for UK. Wow. So th- that, yeah. So uh, I think that's like a 30 day uh 30 days for 30 days at least um and what people are doing instead of handshake is uh people are being encouraged to do an l bump which is you just bump elbows um or 
Have you done that at work, or is that like a? No, but that just, sounds kind of. Well, I mean, it's <laughs> so better. You just lift your elbow up and like poke elbows. Yeah, you just like <laughs> tap elbows, or like you know, just the fist pound. But um, uh, okay. yeah, that's what people are being encouraged to do, I guess. But I mean, a lot of people are working from home all across Seattle, and I'm sure other places too. So it's a very interesting time. We've never gone through something like this before, <laughs> and we don't know how long it's going to last. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, uh, hopefully it dies down. But it feels like it's only going to get a little bit worse and spread a little bit more. Hopefully, we'll though, it does die down. But first, but we'll move on to better topics. First, we're going to talk yes. about something very happy, and then we'll talk about something very dramatic. You guessed it, the WCC tournament, followed by the Bachelor finale. So first, yep. we'll talk about the tournament. Okay, so we're going to talk about the semifinal game and then the final game because... We made both. <laughs> well, uh, we only played those two because we were so that's far. That's true. We, by default, made the semifinal, and then we earned the final game. Yep. So in our semifinal game, we played against San Francisco. Uh, you know, honestly, I thought it would be it'd be close, but I didn't realize how close it would be. Ugh. It was like neck and neck the entire time. They had the lead a couple times. Like, uh, you know, with less than five minutes left, it was like tied. It was a tie game. Um, but, you know, my, my main... Uh, my hero of this game would be Joel Joel Ayai. Mm-hmm. Uh, he had a good game. He, he had a good game, and he came alive in the second half. Uh, um, some statistics of that would be he scored 12 of his 14 points in the second half, so wow. he really gave Gonzaga the boost that they needed to, you know, overcome like uh, you know San Francisco's relentlessness. Um, they were up five points at the, the first half, and then at the second half, they actually got outscored 42 to 40. So. Um, you know, they brought it even closer as the game was coming to a close and it was just nerve wrecking. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. It it was, it was pretty, do you have any thoughts on that game? I mean, it was, well, I can't remember the score at halftime, but we were either tied or. We were up by five. Yeah. It was just, it was just such a close game the entire time. Uh, and also during this game, Killian Tilly made the thousand point club oh that's in his right career so that's exciting for him Congrats. um and then some, yeah sorry go ahead okay some statistics to note things to improve on for gonzaga overall we shot uh 50% field goals but our three pointers were a little lackluster we got three out of 12 so that's oh uh, 25% or so like one one of four so we need to improve on that and then also our free throws we shot uh 69 per, like 69.2% so, you know, if we just made, like, we were 18 out of 26. So if maybe if we were, like, 20 out of 26, 24 out of 26, you know, free throws are free for a reason, uh, you know, we could have probably made it a little, uh, the lead a little, a little bit more. Yeah. yeah, a little more, a little less scary, not more scary. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, Killian Tilly, like you said, he came in clutch, and then Brian Woolridge also uh, played really well. So congrats to them. And then, uh, yeah, so we, so we, we, Toughed it out. We beat San Francisco, and then we moved on against the uh, St. Mary's Gales. Our third time playing them, I guess. Same with uh, same with uh, the Dons, but St. Mary's is more of a rival. Yeah, every I agree. Single year. So the first half was more of the same. Like against San Francisco, it was neck and neck. I believe the end at at the end of the first half, it was forty-one to forty-one. So yeah, it was pretty that high was scoring. even it was... like two nights in a row of that kind of stress back and forth yeah back and forth stress um but you know the second half was our half uh we outscored them 42 to 25 so we we scored 42 points both both halves but 
but we uh, basically let them score 16 less points in the second half. So we ended up winning, uh, I believe, let's see, what did we win by? Oh, we won by 18 overall. So it was, a, it was a very convincing win by the end of it. But, you know, the first half was a nail-biter. And do you have any uh, key players during that game, Mary? Any, any of them that you think played really well? Um, I think Corey Kispert played pretty well. He's been yeah. pretty consistent um, the whole time he's been at Gonzaga, honestly. Um, also, I wanted to note that this is uh, Gonzaga's 23rd straight WCC title game. Um, last year, I believe St. Mary's beat us, but we showed them this year. So um, it'll selection Sunday is on Sunday and on the 15th. And so we will we are projected to be a number one seed. We're automatically in the tournament because we won the WCC, WCC tournament and we're number two in the nation right now. Uh, we'll yes. have to see if uh, St. Mary's and maybe BYU gets in. We'll have to see. We don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah, they're both pretty good teams. Hopefully we get at least one more team out of the WCC in the tournament. Yeah. Just for you know, I think at least one of them strength. will make it. And I'm guessing it would have to be St. Mary's since they got second place in the got tournament. Got to the final. Yeah. But we'll see. Yep. Yeah. So uh, on to more dramatic things. There's just been a lot of things happening on TV in the last two nights. Uh, Definitely. On Monday and Tuesday, it was both the Zags from 6 to 8 and then the Bachelor from 8 to 10. So where does the time <laughs> go? Um, so anyways, we're going to just cover the Bachelor. We haven't covered it for the last few weeks. So in case you haven't been watching, we'll keep bringing you up to speed. Um, on Monday night, there's two people left that Peter uh, was still trying to decide between Hannah Ann and Madison. And they all went to, I can't remember if they were already in Australia. No, I guess they were already in Australia the week before, but they're in Australia for the end of the show, the finale. And the last part of the show is the girls meeting Peter's family. So first, uh, and to note, Madison had already met Peter's family uh, during their first one-on-one -on -one date in the first week. Yeah. Uh, she went to his parents' wedding vow vow renewal. renewal. And yeah. so, yeah, so she already had met them, so that's just something to keep in mind. Uh, and this, but, that is an important point, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so first what happened in the Monday night episode, uh, Hannah Ann met Peter's mom, dad, and brother, Jack. And they... She left a very good first impression. She, her, his mom said that she Hannah Ann is an angel on earth. Like, she loved Hannah Ann so much. She just, yeah. like, over the top. She met her for, like, probably 30 minutes, and she's like, she's the best person I've ever met in my life, and just was, like, yeah. over the top <laughs> about it. And then um, before Madison went to go meet his family, uh, they wanted to talk through some. So Madison's much more religious than Peter is, and so they wanted to talk through that. And, you know, they have just different morals different and different lifestyles and so they were going to talk through that and so got a little, a little bit delayed about when they were going to go meet the family but right off the bat his mom barb it's another important name to note she just <laughs> did not like madison that much they weren't did not seem thrilled to meet her like at all uh and she then flat out told peter after madison had left do not choose Madison. Choose Hannah Ann. 
Yeah, period. she straight up just told her son who to pick. It was yeah. like, wow. Just so much for just being passive. <laughs> yeah, it was just crazy. His dad really doesn't talk that much where he didn't on the show or they edited it out or something. But his mom basically did all the talking and all of the deciding about what her 28-year-old son, who he should marry and how he wants his life to go. Uh, and all if you know, like all along, Peter has definitely been more into madison than hannah ann so he's like okay shoot like it's already hard decision yeah, he's like I, he's like i like this girl but my family really does he's been pretty lost <laughs> and the and entire season like but yeah. yeah but i mean barb's his facial expressions were just over the top just only hannah ann do not pick madison no 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 so then they cut to the day of the proposal and you know peter's really nervous and Oh, wait, we forgot about something. After those two things, they have their uh, last dates together. <laughs> this is, I can't believe I forgot this part. They have their oh, last yes, dates, it's... and um, they, Madison and Peter fly to this uh, special spiritual rock in Australia. And <laughs> that's what he says it is. I don't know rock. what it is. I've never been there. Yeah, I know. And uh, there's like a waterfall inside the rock or something. But she basically just, breaks up with him and he's like crap like i was gonna propose to her like what what i was not expecting this this is my journey i get to decide yeah. how this goes no peter that's not how it goes and yeah, so, so now he's only left with one person that that wants to go out with him <laughs> or marry him i should say yeah and then so then he has a date with hannah ann and he doesn't tell her that madison left but they met i don't Oh, they had they went to a kangaroo sanctuary, and they hung oh, out right. kangaroos for a while, which really cute kangaroos. So he just didn't even tell her that she was the only she one, was right the only now. one <laughs> left, and like that, you know, maybe put her mind at ease or tell her like, "Hey, I actually really just want to marry Madison." Or date Madison or but whatever. You're the only one that's left, so yeah. I'm just continuing. So he's just was like, <laughs> I don't want to be alone at the end of this, and like, I don't want to let my family down. Like, obviously, yeah. Hannah Ann is like the one to be with because that's what my mom so clearly told me. And yeah. so then now, then they cut to the day of the proposal, and he's like, Well, easy choice. Like, by the way, Madison left. <laughs> No, but like, so he's like, easy choice. I'm going to, you know, pick out a ring for Hannah Ann and that's the end. Oh, but, right, right. But then, but then uh, okay, Chris fine. Harrison comes up to him. He's waiting for Hannah Ann to get out of the car and like propose to her. But Chris Harrison comes down and is like, I don't know if she's coming. And that just sends Peter into a tailspin for about 30 TV seconds. And then he's like, oh, never mind. <laughs> yeah, he's just coming. Never mind. Was. I was like, was that necessary, Chris? Like that was a lot of extra stress on him. Yeah, he could have just waited 30 seconds. <laughs> I mean, it was just TV 30 seconds, probably hours. I don't know. But yeah, he goes back to the proposal spot, and he starts his spiel. So, Madison. Now, I thought he said the wrong name. Like, Frost Geller on Friends. I thought he said the wrong name to the person he's proposing to. He said, so, Madison, she left two days ago. Didn't go into any further detail. Just, she left two days ago. So Hannah Ann, no one, you know, proposed to her. And so she... You know, you know what was really weird? He was, like, leading that up to just be like, 
he was leading her into that engage, his little engagement speech as if he was going to let her down. But he's oh, like, yeah. but you're the only one here. He didn't say that, but he was like thinking that. He pretty much, that's pretty much what he said. When you start a proposal with another girl's name. So yeah. Madison, <laughs> she left. Like what? But anyways, <laughs> Hannah Ann would, said yes because she didn't know what had happened with Madison and why like she I think she would have you really don't have that much time to think about it which no but she yeah she probably assumed that he let Madison go two days ago not that Madison left herself yeah but anyways so she said yes and you know happily engaged and super happy blah 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 commercial break come back okay so the proposal happened at 822 I was texting Ashna and I was like, let's see. I think that how long do you think in TV minutes until they break up? Because, I mean, we knew the episode was two hours long last night. And this happened at 822, 22 minutes into the episode. We still yeah, had an hour and a half to go. You can't have that much time of happiness yeah. in a Bachelor episode. <laughs> There's something was about to go down. Plus, we had seen, you know, the trailers before the episode. Something was going to happen. So, I mean, the most dramatic season yet. So, we get back from the commercial break and... You know, Hannah Ann meets Peter at uh, a house somewhere and he is just like distraught and he's like, I can't do this. Oh, I forgot another part, though. Before this happened, he went to his family's house and he walks oh, in the door. Right. Oh, I was wondering what you're going. Okay, yeah, go ahead. He walks in. He walks in. I keep. I mean, it was just four hours of TV. I have to keep track of it. There was a lot of lot of points. But he walks into his family's house and he's like, "So I proposed to someone, and her name is." And Barbara's just sitting at the edge of her seat. Her name is Hannah Ann. And Barb and then her loses like it. I do not want to scream into this microphone because I'm going to save your ears for everyone who's listening. Yeah. But it was so loud and really obnoxious. And like, what? What? What if he had said he chose Madison? I think she would have like fallen to. Well, the we floor. know later on. We know later on what she don't give it away. Okay. But yeah, she lost it. Like in a, she's like my daughter. I love her so much. Like, on and on and on. Like, oh, okay. Calm down. You've met her for 30 minutes. You yeah. don't actually know her. Just be, I don't know. So then, yeah, Hannah Ann goes to Peter's house later. His family's not around. And he's like, yeah, I can't do this anymore. And she was like, you just took away my first engagement. And he kept saying, I'm sorry. And she's like, what are you sorry for? And he's like, uh... Uh, and she's like are you sorry that you took away my first engagement and that you put me through this and that you knew that you were in love with madison still or still wanted to pursue madison even though she left and he's like yeah like you you took the word out of my mouth uh basically (laughs) yeah that was like brutal she literally like destroyed him for like at least 15 tv minutes it was it was pretty epic yeah, that ha- that oh started that breakup started at exactly at eight forty five. So Ashna and I we had the exact right prediction about how long this relationship actually last lasted in TV minutes. So kudos to us. Um, Congrats. <laughs> thank you. Um, so you know Peter just was like oh, shoot, like he just what am I supposed to do? And I'm sure Barb was upset about it. And unbeknownst to Peter. 
Chris Harrison is seen flying to Alabama, to Auburn, Alabama. Oh, to... oh, wait, wait, wait. Hang on. You forgot oh. something. So it's showing him, him breaking up with Hannah Ann on the TV, and you can see that they have like a little side Barbara cam. Barbara oh, cam, yeah, that, in and the she's live like shaking audience. her head and like being so angry at her son for breaking up with uh, Hannah Ann because she's very invested in, in Hannah Ann being her daughter. Like uh-huh. she's actually like visibly upset with Peter, and oh my god, it's just so bad. And she like clapped her hand. She's like, "Yeah, you tell him." Yeah, she him clapped off. her hand when, when Hannah Ann like just told him that he was like a big jerk, which he was. But, like, she was, like, definitely on Hannah Ann's side the entire way. Which is, like, like embarrassing it, for her son on national television. But whatever, that's not even the beginning of that. But before yeah. that happens and they go to the live studio audience, then Chris Harrison's seen going to Alabama. And now, mind you, like, Peter is interested in Madison, but not, like, actively, like, going and pursuing her that we know of. We see Chris Harrison visiting Madison, and she's like, so, what's up? Like, what happened? She's like, well, Madison, Peter got engaged to Hannah Ann, <laughs> and then she her face just fell, because she's still, like, in love with him. Mm-hmm. And then after her face, she just was, like, so upset. He's like, but the engagement is called off. And, you know, then she's like, all these emotions and she's like so what does this mean and he's like peter said it's his dream to be with you did peter say that not that we saw on tv i don't know i'm not sure if peter actually said that i to me it felt like chris harrison just chris harrison starting something (laughs) so then cut to madison flying to la to be to see peter who she thinks it's his dream to be with her. She trespasses through their backyard, opens the fence. He's staring into a pool. I don't know why, but he's staring into a pool and he just turns around. He thinks it's going to be Chris Harrison. It's Madison. He's shocked. He's like, what are you doing here? I heard you wanted to be with me. And he's like, oh, yeah, <laughs> like, and then, yeah, then Chris they just Harrison's like, it's the love guru. Oh, so then they cut to the, you know, live studio audience. Peter talks about how he's so sorry about how he um, broke, he proposed to Hannah Ann, even though he didn't really feel like he wanted to be with her forever. The whole, the whole time there's a little camera in the corner with Barb, like Brian mentioned, just every single thing that Peter said about how he messed up with Hannah Ann. Like Barb was so disapproving of everything. Hannah Ann comes out, like, calls him out, says, if you want to be with a woman, you need to be a real man, and several other, you know, very powerful things, like, make him feel like a fool on TV. Yeah, And definitely. then, <laughs> and Barb, again, claps. And Peter's like, what am I supposed to do? My mom is turning against me. Uh, then chris harrison's like have you talked to madison at all he's like no i just saw her that one time and then we've just been like texting we haven't seen each other again he's like surprise she's here tonight so she comes out and his mom is just like i hate madison she said the line of the night was chris harrison asked her do you think that peter madison will do you think this will last she said he's gonna have to fail to succeed basically like nope 
So no, nope. it won't last. And the reason why she didn't like Madison so much, according to her, the day that they met in Australia is because Madison made them wait for three hours. It's a TV show. Production's going to cause delays. It's not her fault that they had to wait in a hotel room for three hours until it was time to meet the family. I don't, I mean, maybe it was partially her fault, but I don't know. She doesn't know the full story, but she basically was like disowning Peter told him that this was never going to work out. I mean, it probably won't work out. Pretty much none of the relationships on The Bachelor work out. But Yeah, and if it ever does work out, like, imagine your, what is it, mother-in-law just absolutely hating you the whole time. Like, yeah. that's just not a good, rela- that's not a good place to start a relationship. Ugh. You should at least have them on your side at the beginning. <laughs> yeah, that would be the time to have it. But, yeah, it was just very... I was like, you need to calm down. You are not being very nice to your son's girlfriend who didn't do anything wrong. <laughs> yeah, she was just being a very... It's honestly almost as if she was like the one dating <laughs> or trying to find love because she was just so... She just so opinionated. So opinionated. Ann, yeah. And that's it. Like No one else would be good enough for Peter. But Hannah Ann's moved on. She uh, posted on Instagram that uh you know it's time to take flight and move on and there's no turbulence allowed all (laughs) all these pilot references yeah um but thank goodness that season's over so happy yeah it definitely ended with a a lot of twists (laughs) but i i want to say i want to say i did pick hannah and to win the whole thing and, she technically you know, least... won, but then it lasted for uh, like twenty three TV minutes. Yeah, but you know, TV then minutes. Peter had to go back on his. I can't believe he actually gave her a ring and then took it back. Like was it the same twenty? This happened two 20... years ago with Ari and Becca, but yeah, it's not like it's the first time that's happened. But also, ugh. Anyways, <sighs> that's yeah. so bad. Well, yeah, it, it was it was a uh, it certainly was a drama filled season. <laughs> but now we can focus all of our spare time on March Madness. Thank goodness. Right. We need to cheer extra loud for those eggs because there won't be anyone in the crowd. So that yeah. Um, next time we record this podcast, it probably won't be until Brian comes to Seattle. So won't put out another episode for another week to week and a half or whenever he gets here. Yep. So until then, just. Hold on to this episode and enjoy it. Yeah, and and uh, everyone stay safe. Wash your hands. Wash those hands and yep. don't touch your face. Wear one of those cones that stop a you. Cone? Touching oh your face. yeah, I saw <laughs> something online about people wearing a cone. It was just a joke though. Don't actually do. Yeah, that. yeah don't actually get a cone. But you know, honestly, it might help. But don't do it anyways. <laughs> yeah. Well, anyways, go Zags. Happy March Madness and Happy St. Patrick's Day on Tuesday. And Brian, come to the epicenter of the coronavirus. We'll see you here. (laughs) Yep. See you guys there. All right. Later. Bye. (laughs)